Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Greg Hill Show, live from Red Sox Spring Training at JetBlue Park on WEEI. This show from Fenway South JetBlue Park is brought to you by McFarland Energy, the heating, cooling, and bioheat delivery pros that eastern Massachusetts and all of Cape Cod depend on at McFarlandEnergy.com. By the E.L. Harvey companies, including Nosset Disposal and Mega Disposal, your local trash collection and recycling providers. By Aviva Trattoria, Italian-inspired, locally made from fresh, whole, locally sourced ingredients. And by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. And it is a pleasure for some of us to have our next guest here, Sam Kennedy, the president of the Boston Red Sox. Hi, Sam. Good morning, everybody, except for Chris. Welcome <laughs> to spring training. Welcome there to spring. Is. Welcome to spring training. Uh, you guys squash your beef? Is that beef and squash? I, listen, I, I smiled and gave him the handshake, and all good. All right. It's a new year. We're uh, we're moving on. I, I, I have no personal beef with Sam. <laughs> but lots of other people do, so all good. All listen, good, I Chris. Think, listen, I think oftentimes, uh, you know, keeping it as Wiggy would say, 100 um, you you end up being the spokesperson for this ownership group, and I'm sure that that is a can be a difficult thing to do. And well, uh, it's give me a break. It's better than a real job. I yeah. mean, it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of this organization. It's sure. been 23 great years, and got to take the good with the bad. It's been a tough uh, off season. I know there's a lot of frustration and anger and passion. <laughs> That's what we expect here. So yeah. um, it's uh, I never take it for granted, even for a minute. I mean, John Henry uh, was here or is here, um, it, it, and I and I I feel like from the outside looking in, I think there are some fans and some of us in the media who just say, "Hey, we would love to hear from John Henry or or whoever, kind of what the strategy is." Is that something that you guys talk about internally? Yeah, listen, we we do, and and John and Tom uh, have um, <laughs> over the years spent a lot of time with the media. There's been times when they they've talked, they haven't talked. Um, you know, look at the end of the day, if we're doing the right things and the team is competitive on the field, we don't have um, these issues about whether ownership is talking or not talking, or what are they saying or how are they saying it. We just need to be competitive and do the right things. And we haven't the last couple of years. So all the frustration, the animosity, the anger, the passion, that's why Boston is the best sports market in the world. And we have to take 
these periods of time where there's uh, frustration and, and disappointment uh, with a grain of salt and recognize it's rooted in a place where our fan base all across New England loves the Boston Red Sox. We love the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bruins, uh, and it, it just goes with the territory. So, look, I can tell you, and, and Chris and I, you know, we were jo- I, I was joking. I don't know if Chris was smiling. Too. We, we talked about it on Winter Weekend. <laughs> the part that we do take personally and that's hard and it's it's our fault i got it like someone like me needs to contain their emotions you get personally upset when people say you're not trying and and but i thought about that and we need to realize that people equate spending and big free agent deals with trying and 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 investing in the team we understand that so um that's on us and we need to go out and and improve it and uh, get this market excited about this team that's what i'm saying to you is that we do equate that so we look at and say this team finished in last place with a payroll of 225 million dollars as constructed right now the payroll is 205 million dollars you said the payroll is most likely going to be less this year i think to to share the strategy and say listen we think we can win with a lower payroll and the reason why we want to have that lower payroll is x would be helpful yeah it's a great question i mean look it's it's where we are in terms of the evolution of this team with the young players that we have we're out trying to sign and extend um, a lot of our young players we've had guys that over the last couple years um, didn't contribute or had injuries so we feel like we have veteran guys like trevor story like rafi devers like nick pavetta who's going to go out and have a great year uh, that can be leaders on this team and we do have a good young core coming along now that doesn't mean we weren't out in free agency trying to match up Yamamoto is an example we didn't get there that's on us no excuses um and we do have financial parameters that we that we lay out every single year, just like WEEI, I'm sure, has a budget that you lay out each and it every year. It goes down every year. By the year. way, who's getting Our, the Capitol Grill tab tonight? Uh, uh, that, that is Ken Lair. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. But, uh, it's going to be on me, Ken. There's no way Ken is paying that. Or the Red Sox could, uh, could pick it up. And well, you know, uh, we're, not, we're not above bribing people. <laughs> yeah, well, think about that. I don't think I didn't think about that walking in. Um, but look, it, it, we have had seasons where we've had big splashes, big free agency signings you know i think about uh, dice k i think about the trade for chris sale that is a part of it and we've had some additions to this team this offseason we have not gotten there on a big free agent splashy signing do we think we can be competitive with this group of young guys that we have the veteran players that we have in that clubhouse yes we do do we have the ability to go out and add to this team um before the season starts yes do we have the ability to add at the trade deadline yes we do the, people talk a lot about philosophy uh, changing. The, the philosophy here for 23 years, the strategy is to build around a core group of young homegrown players and add free agents at a period of time where you think you're ready to take that next step and, and win a World Series. And that's worked really well over the last two and a half decades, and we're going to stay with that that philosophy. By the way, Chris Sale was lights out yesterday. Yeah, of course. Uh, He's going to win the Cy Young this year. <laughs> Any way to get him back? Or yeah. <laughs> He was my hookup uh, for golf down here, so I, I have to call him, actually. Uh, whether or not we hear from ownership is one thing, but we have been hearing from players, and you bring up a leader like Rafi Devers, and, and he's been pretty outspoken about how he feels this offseason has gone. How do you guys feel about that when you hear frustration coming from the guys, especially the leaders in this clubhouse? Yeah, I, I think it shows you just how competitive they are, the fact that these guys want to win a World Series each and every year. Um, you know, we, we stepped up and made a $331 million commitment to Rafael Devers because of the type of player he is, the type of person he is. That was a the, the largest contract that our organization has ever um, 
given out and you know he he wants to win each and every year and i and i get it and uh, it's on us to make sure he understands the strategy is great you, you talked about that look we're, we're we're building this thing uh for uh, hopefully 2024 to be incredibly competitive and for the future um but look i i understand you know we we all would love to just snap our fingers and have uh, the biggest free agents uh, in baseball but that's arrive the way you here. Used, that's the way you used to do it um i take exception with that i mean okay. listen there's been some well it's just the truth i mean there's 23 years We've had all sorts of different off seasons, you know, going from 2012 into 2013. You know, for example, we had a couple of smaller signings that really worked out and we shocked the world and won the World Series. We've had other years where we've had big free agent signings and we haven't gotten to yeah. the postseason. So, um, look, we, we, we understand the frustration. We appreciate the passion, uh, but we, we just need to go out and win some baseball games. Sam, I don't think it's the brochure. Like, I don't think it's the packaging that the fans don't like. And I don't think it's that John Henry doesn't speak or speak. I, that, you know, we like that in the media. I get it. Yep. But it's that we all see that everything's changed. Whether there have been seasons and ups and downs. Fans here know exactly the last 23 years. I don't know a single Sox fan that isn't grateful to you, John, Tom, Larry, everybody, Theo, Tito, everybody that brought the World Series here. It's just that every year we see things in the way the roster is put together, the importance the team has when it comes to financial investment, and the now the manager of the team who's entering a walk year, all of these things on, on their own would have been the biggest story in Boston 10 years ago. Now people are just, in Springfield, we saw people enraged at this direction. So I guess it's what direction is this and will there be a day where the Red Sox return to the investment both financially and in terms of the way the roster is put together every year yeah I hate to say that's a fair question Um, and the short answer is yes short answer is yes because the strategy is very much building around the uh, young core of of homegrown players and then bringing in free agents to complement that international signings to complement those guys so uh, the short answer is yes yeah there there absolutely will be that day it didn't happen this off season you know i mentioned the pursuit of of certain uh, players which yeah. i probably shouldn't have but uh, but yeah. just to point out we, we we didn't we didn't get there but there will be a time when a splashy signing uh, may happen, but I would not sleep on this year's Red Sox team because, as you as you point out, because the package of players, the roster that we have, the rotation, the back end of the bullpen. In terms of how you see this team, I, I wouldn't sleep on the twenty twenty four Red Sox. But yes, there will be a day where we where we in the future have a a very splashy uh, off season and 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 that will be that'll make everybody happy in the moment but you know what won't make people happy if we do that and we win 76 games and we don't uh, put ourselves in the postseason so we, we got to get into the postseason we got to play baseball in october and everything else will take care of itself you, you had the zoom with jordan montgomery is, is that a guy that you think you might be able to get this season i don't think i'm allowed to talk about okay. free agent pursuits a player like that but yeah yeah i mean uh, listen you, you know brez is um uh, working hard continue to work hard, uh, and it's my job to come on the radio and not break Major League Baseball yeah. rules. Okay, <laughs> all right. But, what, but just the financial component. So you know that the team isn't, or you don't know. You the the the, the prognostication is that this team is not the favorite to win the division. Yeah, I understand. That they may not be the most talented, maybe the least talented. Why that not? I'm not? That I'm not sure about. But but, let, but I mean, let's see. Let's we'll see. see right? But yeah, we'll why see. not address that? Why why enter the season 
with a roster that's not at the top of the division? Look, you, you have a certain amount of resources, right? And you can allocate them um, across the balance of the roster. And that's what we have to do. You, you can, it's nice to say go out and just spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a free agent so you can um, say that you did it. <clears throat> We're going to look, Greg said it. We're going to spend uh, well over $200 million uh, on our baseball operation at the major league level, spend a lot more on top of that in terms of infrastructure and, and scouting and player development and facilities and all that. Um, but again, fans don't want to hear about that. They, they, they want to focus on the team. They want to focus on us being competitive. Uh, and if you look as, at the package, as you said, Chris, if you look at the lineup and the roster, you're starting to see a young, more athletic, defensive-minded team, hopefully that's healthy, that's key, uh, take that field on opening day. And I think there's a lot of things to be excited about. Sam, is the philosophy not just for the Red Sox, but in Major League Baseball changing financially? Because when you start to look at guys, you brought up Jordan Montgomery, you bring up Blake Snell. These guys, I think Montgomery wants seven years, 175. Blake Snell wants like more than 250. And if you start to look at maybe where the money's going, is it that teams are now starting to say, we're going to reduce the amount of money that we're giving some of these players like a, a Jose Altuve. He signs up like a contract that you look at and you go, maybe three years ago that might have been fifty, sixty million dollars more. Is that philosophy changing? Unless you're the L.A. Dodgers. Listen, the the way the the, the industry of baseball works, we're, we're roughly a twelve billion dollar industry. I don't have the exact numbers, but roughly fifty percent of the the revenues go to player costs, and and, and the other fifty percent go to the expenses to cover the industry. This is a, a, a about a break even industry, um, and that's really the focus the revenues that get generated from our loyal fans from people that watch on tv people that spend their hard-earned money at fenway park on on beer and and hot dogs and and that goes into player pay it goes two places player payroll and it goes into the renovations and preservation of fenway park around major league baseball i can't speak for the other groups uh, but teams have an obligation to invest the revenues they generate into player payroll. That's what the Red Sox do. That's been our focus. That's not going to change. Um, and, and that's really important that we honor that commitment uh, to our fan base. I don't want to speak for everybody else in the room, but for me, when you guys parted ways with Heim Bloom, I think a lot of fans and, and people in the media thought that the philosophy was going to change in a big way, that this was going to be a big splash of, of the offseason. And it seems like it's kind of more of the same. Was that the change? Is is going from Heim to Craig Breslow, is there going to be a shift? Are we going to see that? Or I, I guess a lot of people don't understand why make that change if you're going to do more of the same. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the things that are happening behind the scenes um, are, are, are different. But, um, you know, look, we, we, we parted ways with, with Heim last September. He's a, um, a, a great baseball mind, a great person. And I don't want to sort of go back in history with Brez, we brought in somebody who um, has a particular expertise in pitching, number one, which is a big need in the organization. Number two, this guy's a World Series champion uh, two times over. He's only on the roster a day, I think, in 2007. But big part of that 2013 run, he knows what it takes uh, to win as a player in Boston. That's not something we've had in that general manager role before, something we're very excited about. Um, and he's been excellent so far. 
I think we need to give him a chance uh, to to build this team sort of in his uh, image and 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 in a way that uh, brings us back to what he knows is the goal, and that's winning baseball games in October. Does Theo have an office down here? <laughs> He's got the best job in sports. What, you know, what I, is I, it? I, 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 <laughs> well, I, I, clearly, I need a lot of advice. So he, he is he is a senior advisor. To, I'm not okay. sure he's helping me with our media relations oh, uh, PR strategy, um, but no, he's. It, it's actually been awesome to uh, have him back and have him available. It's a part-time role where he is uh, helping uh, John and Tom and me and uh, Craig Breslow here in Boston, but he's also helping um, our other sporting operations leaders across the Fenway Sports Group portfolio of well, companies. And, and it led to two nights Pearl Jam uh, at, at Fenway. <laughs> oh, he gets credit uh, for that, too. But you, lost right, Zach, yeah. but you lost Zach Brown to Gillette. How did that happen? Hey, listen, oh, there, there, there's enough music to go around. We, we, I mean, that's, uh, we'll be I'll be. I love Zach Brown. We'll yeah. be. At, we'll be at Gillette for that. Pearl Jam coming to Fenway is great. So see, Theo's uh, already paying off. Noah Kahan. <laughs> Noah. Oh, my daughter is like, Dad. Can I get two hundred tickets? Yeah, for Noah? you could help us out. That'd be great. Yeah. Great for other reasons. But yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if maybe this is a Theo question, but you said that the money goes back into the Fenway Park or the roster. Last year, you had a bigger payroll than this payroll. I saw in the Globe you said that the season ticket renewals were up yeah. over last year. So why is the payroll down if the finances are better this year than last year? Well, finances are not better, but again, I'm not going to talk about uh, specific financial parameters or, or, or our budget. What I will tell you is the revenues that we generate from the Boston Red Sox are reinvested into the Boston Red Sox baseball operation, our operating expenses, and Fenway Park, um, and that has been consistent for 23 years. Um, this is not a profit-oriented business, the baseball business. This is a, uh, a responsibility, a stewardship by John, Tom, and Mike to do everything they can to put a winning great product on the field, and that will continue in 2024 and beyond. But the team's worth $4.5 I mean, they've made 10x of the investment. I mean, it's certainly not been a, you know, a not-for-profit ever. Well, you know, what something is worth is what someone will pay for it down the road, but you have an operation, right? You have operating revenues and you have operating expenses and uh, those have to line up and uh, each and every year, and I can assure you that those revenues are going in uh, to, to, to the player expenses. Speaking of what it's worth, expenses. have you been listening to the show this morning? Uh, I listened to, uh, I was hearing uh, about the Capitol Grill. I heard no. that part, but okay. I, what what else? We had Rob Hale on earlier. Oh, the best. Uh, the, Rob's uh, the best. Uh, I mean, could we do it like four and a half billion dollars, <laughs> like a deal, uh, that, I, I, uh, like somewhere in that neighborhood? I, is it? I can tell uh, you that Fenway Sports Group, John Henry, Tom Warner, Mike Gordon, yours truly. Uh, Love it or hate it, we are not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. We are fully committed yeah. uh, to the Boston Reds. This is a privilege. It's a privilege to uh, be a part of the ownership group and the operating team of the Red Sox, and we're not going anywhere. We just have to uh, get the team back where it belongs. Would there be any sorry? Would That's any, any interest in somebody like Trevor Bauer, who you could get from a, a very affordable perspective and, and maybe add some... Innings? Again, I think I've lucked out on this one uh, in terms of not being able <laughs> you can't to talk talk about uh, okay. players that are um, that are free agents and and, and available so um, all right don't well, he, no, I was gonna say Sam goes. like it, when you look at this team and years past like they're always somewhere top five when it comes to hitting and you know I think the question marks become pitching 
and you look at aces and who's the ace of a rotation because then maybe he elevates everybody's play. I know that you guys are trying to work on an extension for Brian Bale. What's the expectations? Is that like... Is he the kid that you're looking at? I know him and Yamamoto basically the same age, right? Is he the player that you're looking at in-house to be the ace? Take it the bull by the horns to say, because if you can play at a high level, maybe that elevates you know, some of the other guys on that rotation. Is that the expectations for a player like him? Yeah, without putting uh, any expectations on it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> this guy, uh, to me... Uh, appears to have the makeup um, and all the qualities of a number one uh, ace. But again, I don't get paid to make those baseball operations decisions. Thank God that's Craig's uh, area. And Alex Cora talked about the rotation um, and the guys who are lining up at the top of the rotation and, and other guys who are fighting for that fourth and fifth spot. So, But Bayo should be right there. We're really excited about him. Uh, he brings a great energy to the mound every night and, and excited about what he might be able to do. I'm Tanner Hauk threw a couple perfect innings here Monday. Listen, we'll go as far as uh, as health takes us. Um, if we can stay healthy, I think we got a real shot. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, thanks for taking the time. Thanks, Great guys. to see you. Good luck. Eating. I All hope right. dinner at 4.30 tonight. Uh, yeah. 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 Early bird special style. for Greg. Yeah. Curtis would like, if you'd like to join us for dinner, you and twin, Curtis could sit next to each other. Twi- twin Peaks at yeah. 11. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Capitol Grill. Uh, yeah. Just bring some yeah. merch. Yeah. Two X. Yes. Right. Oh, Wiggy <laughs> wants some merch. Right. Two X. Five mentions about right. free sweatshirt. Hey, by the way, real quick before, and on the business side of things, anything, What what's new at Fenway Well, when we get there in a month? The biggest thing is, well, the continuation of the development around the neighborhood and the, and the music venue and the way that uh, the bleacher sort of overlook connects in. But the biggest thing, the biggest marketing initiative uh, we have right now is this Netflix project. I mean, it is unbelievable the level of access that they have. I think it's a big risk for the organization uh, to take, but it's. Um, I think it'll be great for baseball. Mm. I think it'll be great for our players to humanize. You guys talked about Liam this morning. Yeah. So our fan base getting to know these players and what it's like to grind. Um, I'm a sucker for any of these documentaries. I love them, um, and so it'll be exciting. It doesn't come out till 2025, obviously, but it, it, the level of access is unprecedented. And so that's a full time job for your friend Colin Birch and, yeah. and his teammates. All right. Well, we know you look forward to the front office report every Thursday. We'll be there soon enough, it, Sam Kennedy. All right. All right. Greg, the mustard. What? We need to get the mustard oh, yeah. back Can at we Fenway get, Park. Yeah, what, the spicy brown. Uh, the, like, what, what, I don't, what's what's, the, what's what, Curtis's position on Curtis, it? Curtis, how, how do you feel? I, I, I'm agnostic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, can we, need we to please? Get it back. What is the issue? We'll, yeah. take, we'll take it under advice. Right. I mean, honestly, it's mustard. Yeah. It's good mustard. I mean, there are people who love it, people who want it back. Bring the mustard back. Can you believe you get paid to do this? No, I really can't. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't get paid. Some of us don't. That's all All right, maybe that'll be in the, that'll be in the Netflix. Uh, that's going to be in Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And right. I'm available if you need me because Dynasty didn't want to use me. So. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to Dynasty. You haven't seen it yet? No. That's good. Uh, that's really good. good. All right. Uh, that's Sam Kennedy, the president of the Boston Red Sox. We are at JetBlue Park and day number one of spring training with us here at WEEI. Now, Courtney, and what is trending? Your home of the Sox. Now, 
Here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Timeout Market. The Seas took down the Sixers last night, 117-99. to The Sox game ended in a tie yesterday with the Cardinals at three apiece. Another one for the Sox today, taking on the Nationals in Palm Beach. 105 start. You can listen to Joe and Lou on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network on EEI 850. And, of course, as always, on the Odyssey app. And we've been talking about how Patriots personnel have been Talking about Bill Belichick so far this offseason, well, Mark Daniels just tweeted, Gerard Mayo made a point to the media to say that just because they're changing culture and have different philosophies, it doesn't mean they're taking shots at Bill Belichick. They want to replicate the success, but are trying it a different way. Oh, okay. Okay. Someone was listening at 6 a.m. this morning. Yeah. Somebody's been hearing the whispers. Different way, man. Let's try a different way. Yeah. And now it's time to fix. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who's in timeout today? Oh, you're in timeout. Let's find out who's getting a timeout this week. Brought to you by Timeout Market, Boston's best eating and drinking destination in the Fenway, all under one roof. Timeoutmarket.com. How do we do this? So we we're all? each going to give somebody, put somebody in timeout, oh. somebody that you want to see put in the corner, maybe okay. back, uh, facing the wall. All right. Okay. Anybody have any? I'm going to go with Elliot Wolf. Ah. I think that what happened during the combine, he's got to be put in timeout, and I think Gerard Mayo just did that a little bit. I'm going to put the lady that walked back six rows right as we landed in right. Fort Myers <laughs> to get her stupid suitcase instead of waiting five minutes like the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, I'm like going to he- put uh, Greg in timeout because I love the new approach by Elliot Wolf and that's he's not how it works. It's not me. It's not a, I. He put a lady in. Did you give him? I know he put the lady in. It's, so, it's supposed to be somebody in sports. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you give him a heads up on that? I, I did not. Um, okay. I'm sorry. All right. So uh, if I'm going to put somebody in timeout in uh, sports, I'm going to put the, can I go with the people who try to harass Cam Newton? Yes. Okay, can yes. I do that? Yes. Can I do that? I'm going, and those guys, Jason Whitlock. I'm putting that brother in timeout because he's criticizing Cam too as well for getting jumped by three three buffoons. Those were adults who, yes. are, who are coaching youth football who attack Cam. I told you, yeah. What a great example. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to put Grant Williams in timeout. Oh, it's a good one. And I'm going to, this might shock you, I'm going to agree with Draymond Green. Okay. Okay. Uh, that Grant needs to uh, keep the mouth quiet yeah. and play some basketball. Wow. If you want to be a tough guy, you right. got to back it up. You're not a tough guy. 
Um, I think it's time to to, to let your uh, what you do on the court speak for itself. And you should have wore Luka Doncic sneakers. Uh, yes, yes. All right. <laughs> so that's brought to you by Time Out Market Boston. Yep. Uh, Boston's best eating and drinking destination in the Fenway, all under one roof. Timeoutmarket.com. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. I put myself in timeout for not knowing that properly. 54 degrees, drizzle in Boston. Afternoon high, 57. It's gorgeous here. It's already 70 and sunny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.